the XFL Gambling Podcast Week 5 Preview and Picks and DFS Plays on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Bet $100, get $100 at winbet.com. Or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the DGen Dance. Yes, come cut the rug with us. Our March Madness bankroll contest is back. Free to enter in a thousand dollars in cash and prizes up for grabs. Plus, we've got our first half under bingo. Enter both contests on the SGPN app, which is free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. And remember, as always, to let it ride. This is Brock Purdy from Iowa State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Is this or is it not the XFL? Yes, it is. Do I or do I not currently have a pulse? Yes, I do. Let's play football. XFL gambling podcast week five preview and picks and DFS plays. Of course, we're going to give you DFS plays. Uh, and if you're wondering just who the hell you're listening to, well, my name is Colby swinging database Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. Ooh, wait, I almost played the wrong music. Forgot! Forgot! They're coming for oh, me! Oh, man. They're that coming close. for me. I think you got a little, little sample. Let's see if the computers pick it up. But welcome to the XFL Campbellet Podcast. Trying to avoid lawsuits, which you know, football's not. Football's no stranger to that. Uh, if if uh, you know, if you're wondering, you know, we're getting potentially we got a cease and desist from from men at work. But uh, we'll we'll get into it. All right, I am joined by my co-host. The host of the Bottom Line Bombs podcast, which you should be subscribed to. Uh, they call him the man in the box. Give it up for CJ Sullivan. He's the kind of guy that would drink a gallon of gasoline so he could piss in your campfire. You could drop this guy off at the Arctic Circle wearing a pair of bikini underwear without his toothbrush, and tomorrow afternoon he's going to show up at your poolside with a million dollar smile and a fistful of pesos. Million dollar smile and fistful of pesos. How you doing, CJ? <laughs> Great DJ Dundee on the iPads of Steel. Thanks for spinning me another one. I, I told you yesterday during the reaction show what I think you should do with that cease and desist, and what my man from fucking Chipmunks told him and told uh, Alvin and Chipmunks in Chicago to go ahead and shove it. Take the cease and desist and come <laughs> come down here and tell me not to fucking play this. Did I just see you online also? Uh, Interacting with Twitter, the news that uh, Virginia Tech was told they can't play under Sandman. Yeah, the what going the into hell the stadium is that? Now. The NCAA is going to the, find the, them for playing. And yeah, oh come on, is Just, Lars Ulrich come? Didn't they play? Didn't they play that live for them? Yeah, yeah. Like Metallica played it live for them. I, I mean, thought they I mean. did. Who, yeah. Who's trying to take away all the, the fun. Trying to take away all the fun. Trying to. Trying to give out winners and a sing song attitude. It sticks in your head with a goddamn. I mean, but Steven Seagal, sorry, men at work, sorry, men at work, keeping you relevant. See, Steven Seagal letting us go with that uh, gasoline drop. So, <laughs> shout out to a real one like Steven Seagal. <laughs> Absolutely hard to kill. <laughs> uh, we are we are joined by third man in the booth, the host of the old fashioned football podcast. They call him Liquid Lunch. Give it up for yeah, Justin yeah. Mark, aka J Mark. What's up, Justin? 
I uh, I loved CJ's cue there as you brought him in. He pointed and you played right when he pointed. It's like he was conducting it all. It was beautiful. That's that wasn't false. That trick again where he, he introduces you, then you start talking, <laughs> you hit that sound bite. Then you're, <laughs> then you're competing with uh, the, the, the Marine from Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> Guys, uh, well, this is this is a, I think I'm gonna go ahead and say this. I think this is the best week of games we have th- thus far yeah. this season. Unfortunately, it's yeah. coming with three million college basketball games, and I also cover college basketball. Subscribe to the college basketball experience. I'm gonna be trying my best. Maybe, you know, I, I mean, I might have to uh, midnight, two a.m. go up to the hotel room and watch a game or two taped. But uh, I'm excited for these matchups. I'm excited to uh, talk shit because I feel like my power rankings are a lot better than your guys. So, uh, and I know apparently uh, J Mark, did we get some, we got some static on, uh, on our power rankings. Please let me know. Cause I, we I, did. I, yeah. The, the, the Reddit people, I uh, posted on Reddit after we heard facebacks right. or Facebook, Facebook's feedback. Um, Reddit, not, not too happy with the guy in the middle they have named him. That would be you, Colby. Um, <laughs> the guy, the in, the guy in the middle. That like guy that in the name. middle can eat a dick. Yeah. And middle dude. <laughs> and middle dude must have got mugged last time he was in Houston or something. LOL. What? Um, and then the a lot of a lot of people agreed with CJ again. I had a couple yeah. votes. Colby had a vote. Um, CJ's and then like I said, he's one the person. He's the Madonna of this group. <laughs> he's the Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> hey, long storied career. That um, adapted and, and survived. Even her face you know, adapted one and Guardians survived. fan. <laughs> adapted and survived. One one Guardians fan says at least the Guardians can only go up from here. That's, that's, yeah. that's looking at it one way, you know. They well, know what they need well. to work on. I would argue <laughs> I would argue that I don't know that they can only go up from there now that they're starting potentially Quentin Flowers. Do we have more do we have a, like a true confirmation of this? I know that I have seen speculation on this. Do we have a confirmation on this? I don't know if he's going to start, but Francois has a concussion, so he likely won't play. So you're mm. looking at Paxton Lynch and Quentin Flowers, and um, there's a lot of speculation that they're going to get him involved. I still think Lynch will be your, uh, what do we call it, uh, FSS, your first snap starter. Your oh, first yeah. snap started. Now oh, Francois yeah. played one series, right? So they say he got a concussion. Yeah, they were like, series? Or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, maybe, you got maybe, some symptoms. Maybe we should Francois. get rid of the forward pass. All right. Maybe we should get rid right. of the forward <laughs> pass. You know, they're doing this with our kickoff uh, with this cockanemi XFL kickoff. Um, right. Uh, also news, the San Antonio Brahmas, uh, they replaced Jaime, uh, Jaime Elizondo. With uh, yes, and Heinz Ward, yep. obviously the head coach there, uh, got rid of Jaime Elizondo with Jimmy Johnson. I'm wondering if this is the same Jimmy Johnson who used to play tight end for the Washington Redskins, but I'm not sure. There's probably a lot of Jimmy Johnsons. Either yeah, way, it sounds like there should be several Jimmy Johnson candidates. <laughs> uh, I mean, is this substantial news? Do you think, J. Mark? Um. I mean, it is because they are making a change mid season. That's always substantial. It really depends on who he decides to roll forward with his quarterback. Um, I think that's where they're going to shake things up. I don't know Mm -hmm. if the offense is going to change that much because you're already looking at not making the playoffs. Why would you try to change the offense, make guys learn new things? Now, the only thing I could see is if he uh, brings a little more up tempo and brings in a different quarterback to start. Well, there's still playoffs to be fought for, for, for that. For San Antonio, I think, but um, you're right. It all depends on Jack Cohn and him being there or not. But like, who 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 are these offensive coordinators sitting on the couch midway through the XFL season? <laughs> I like Vegas. It's like it's Vegas like they, the they see Heinz Ward at like a supermarket, and they're just like, right. Heinz. Check this out. Yeah, just watching some old highlights on Classic. Oh, I remember that guy. See if he's is he alive? Give him a call. See if he can come around and Hines, you put me in charge. Design some plays. You haven't been doing. Tell him we can throw two forward passes in this league. You haven't been doing the tight end drag, Heinz. I can do that. I can implement the (laughs) tight end drag. Um, Yeah. Either way, I I mean, it's going to be interesting to see if Cone will actually stretch because I don't know that that was the OC's fault. Is it the OC's fault of Cone's checking down every time? Right. I mean, that's offensive no. line and it's Jack Cone being Jack Cone. Yeah. So 
Uh, all right. Well, let's hop into this because we got lines and we got action Thursday night game of the night. This Thursday be- night saying, fuck you. March madness. Yeah. We're bringing out the big guns <laughs> with the first ex- day of the tournament. Who gives a shit? The real brackets is in Seattle. This could be a preview <laughs> bracket coverage. Yeah. This could be, be a preview of the X cup. Um, we got the roughnecks laying three on the road in Seattle over under at 41 and a half. Let me do a quick weather check in Seattle. Uh, oh, it's going to be no, no rain. If they were playing this on the weekend, it would be raining 53 degrees high of 53. That might affect those little, those little mm. roughneck fans that are uh, thinking this team is going to do something <laughs> here. Um, I was just going to say on the, in the Colby power rankings, we had the number one team versus the seventh ranked team here. <laughs> but, uh, you would think that's the way that's what I'm saying with some of these comments, right? Um, <laughs> this is an easy play. This is an easy play. Sea <laughs> dragons, money line, sea dragons, money line. They're a better team. They put up better offensive numbers. They're done. They've been playing a gauntlet. They were used to playing good teams. Meanwhile, the roughnecks have been playing these these little FCS teams every week. Uh, I think <laughs> Donuch Donuch gets it done. I feel like each week is better. Now this is interesting here is that AJ Smith runs basically the same offense as, as June Jones. So the defense, both defenses should be equipped with what the offense is going to be doing. However, it's cold. It's in Seattle and you should know the student can't fuck with the teacher. June Jones gets it done. Sea Dragons money line play. I also like the under. CJ, what are you doing here? Liking the under, huh? I'm like, I saw big numbers on Bet Online. It was three and a half, forty-two and a half, which is a, which I kind of like. You got to like Seattle at home getting points, but Houston. I mean, I know you joke about how horrible Houston is as they beat teams by thirty points a game. They have Seattle does have a great offense, but Houston's offense is, is literally number one. They have 16 touchdowns, 11 through the air. And uh, you know, they just look efficient. Yes. They've been, they, I mean, it has helped with Orlando, but Seattle's two wins came against Las Vegas and San Antonio. That big comeback. Yeah. Win versus exactly, Las Vegas that's and exactly my that, point. And whatever the hell that was last week. That's exactly but, my point is if they kept playing those teams, which is team, that's like all the teams that have been on the schedule of the, the, the Houston roughnecks. <laughs> yes. What I'm afraid, I'm a little afraid of how excited we were for Seattle that week two at home at night for St. Louis. We all jumped on that. And then they kind of, uh, denuched the bed if you, and then went St. Louis, but that might've been J Mark St. Louis, Tony coach, Tony meatballs, getting his team ramped up on his way up to, uh, a playoff front. So I kind of like we say, I'm, I think this is the game we've been waiting for, for Seattle at night with the crowd on a Thursday night, short week. Although Houston will was smart by uh, not resting. They'll have a fully healthy Max Borgie, J Mark's guy. Um, Houston hasn't been in a close game yet. I think this will definitely be a close game. So I'll take, I'll take, I'll take the points. I'll take three, three and a half. They got the top two passing uh, quarterbacks in this league with Donuch uh, being the you know, 1100 and the like the olive garden, everybody's family offense gets the ball. Defense gets the ball. We all get a Danucci ball <laughs> and Brandon silver. Second so, leading passer. Yeah. Right on his, right on his tail. Silver's looks great. Only one looks less. Great, interception. Gonna, yeah, that's true. But I'll, I'll, I'll take the three, three, the fumbles. three and a half. If yeah. you grab it, which I have. <laughs> yeah. He does fumble. He loves the Danucci. He yeah. got, you know, he got greasy hands. What can he say? So he's Italian. Yeah, I mean, uh, I uh, J Mark, uh, you going chalk here? What are you doing here? Well, first off, shout out to the chat. Kitch says Sea Dragons money line all day. Roughnecks are in for an all awakening. Right. Um, it's just tough because I am a. I will fully admit I am a gambler with my heart, not my gut. My gut yeah. says take Houston. My gut thinks they're going to force the Nooch into turning it over too much. But my heart says the Sea Dragons are going to win this game, so I'm going to go with my heart. I'm taking wow. I'm taking the Sea uh, Dragons here in the in the points. This Let's, is the Colby Redemption game. I'm yeah. I'm actually taking Sea Dragons for, for Colby. I want him. <laughs> and I want DC. I want Houston to lose for Colby and for my DC defenders. But 
And so you can come back at these fucking Facebookers and these Reddit trolls <laughs> yeah. and everyone online is trying to uh, call you the man in the, the man in the middle. Notice that I covered myself there, though, because if Houston wins, I'll be like, well, yeah, my gut said they were going to. Yeah, so. yeah, the, old like gut, the old gut <laughs> heart like hedge. Uh, what are we? Are you guys leaning under, too? Because my, my, my angle on the under is that both teams practice against these offenses every day. I like it. Well, I think it's going to be competitive, too. And a lot of Houston's games have been not competitive, and that's how they've been going over. So I think it's going to be. More of more of what you saw last week from Seattle, the defensive battle. And like you said, both offenses know each other. 42 and a half. That seems like a pretty highly adjusted number for X, these XFL totals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm on the other. You think the over, huh? Oh, I was just, yeah, I like the over. I think, um, you know, we keep saying that this is a big game for the Sea Dragons, big game for the Roughnecks. I think they know that too. I think they're going to pull out all the stops. I think you're going to see some big plays. They're going to try to confuse the defense with uh, a lot of motion or some trick plays. So I, I kind of like the over here. I think we're going to see some fireworks. All right. Uh, so now we shift from Thursday all the way to Saturday, two games on Saturday. Uh, the DC defenders are heading to the filthy, filthy, uh, place that you should never play football at uh, the dome. Yeah. They call it the dome these days. S- stupid. Um, but the battle Hawks, they've been packing it in. They've been selling out stadiums, even though there's still 20,000 unsold tickets. They're still selling out stadiums. These battle Hawk fans are calling, calling my calling for my head. Uh, battle Hawks are a dog at home. Plus two, the overrunners at 42. Plus one ten on the money line. I know what everyone's thinking. This, yeah. this stadium—they're a live dog. They're going to take care of business. No, stop it, stop it. Because you know what running the ball does successfully? It not only does it bleed the clock, it takes away excitement from the crowd. All right, mm. it makes you—you know—it's a patient game that the defenders are playing. And by the way, I was looking at the uh, the the numbers or like the stats for the season, uh, and I know J Mark's probably probably just disgusted by this. You know uh, who the third leading rusher in the league is? Jordan Tamu. <laughs> Jordan Tamu, absolutely. He's, he's, he's my the fan third leading rusher in the league. Uh, that's he gives you everything you need in a quarterback except for touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> oh man! And, but remember, he used to be a St. Louis Battle Hawk. Kaka. He's returning to the scene of the crime where he was a legend, and I'm sure, I'm sure he was getting tons of scattered ass uh, in St. Louis the way they support the Battle Hawks back when he was there in uh, 2020. Um, guys, I, I I I told you this. I tipped my hand on, on the previous show. The recap. I think Greg Williams. You know, we'll put together a good game plan to mess with uh, AJ McCarron. You know, McCarron turned the ball over some when they played in DC just a couple weeks ago. And, you know, I'm sure, you know, they're going to try to make adjustments to what Greg Williams's game plan is, but Greg's always, he's always making adjustments. You're not going to know what he's doing. Um, And I think the ground game is too much. And I think the defenders go into that filthy stadium. All right. And they make a point and prove that Anthony Beck shouldn't be coaching in this extreme football league. All right. Uh, CJ, what are you doing here? This is a tough game. This is, I was, this is a, probably should be the best game, even better than uh, Houston, Seattle. It's a revenge game. Although if you look at the, we've already had two revenge games in the XFL, uh, Houston, Orlando, DC, Vegas, and there was no revenge. It was just more of the same, but also, that could be because you're going against Vegas and Orlando, the two worst teams. Um, DC definitely uh, handled St. Louis pretty good a couple weeks ago in DC, it, even though the final score, I think, was uh, 34 28. But it was a la- la- late score by St. Louis just to pull within six. Um, but this is the dome, and it's Tony and I think Tony Meatball. I mean, this is the dome. This is what they've been waiting for with the whole crowd. Uh, it's. This is the old heart gut hedge as J Mark would, uh, would get to my, uh, <laughs> my heart says DC. 
to roll it up and let AJ McCarron's kids watch his dad lose in a game that he could have been getting paid 10 times the amount to hold a clipboard and do the same exact thing somewhere like in Jacksonville. But I think that, I think, I think there's going to be a great, I think there's a peak moment for St. Louis. They had their opening week uh, last week at home, second back-to-back home game. I think St. Louis will get them. And then we're going to have a great fade spot after this. Cause this is going to be like, this is where they're going to peak. Both these teams are going to make the playoffs in this division anyway. So imagine so they, they split and, uh, I think St. Louis edges them just because of the uh, the, the dirty dome lift up the top, the whole fucking thing, and uh, Jordan just Jordan Tamu on the road is going to be a little he's going to be a little shaky. Some of his old demons will come up, I believe. The over under is also at forty two. Yeah, I I yeah, mean yeah. I mean and, la- and last game there was sixty points scored the, the time these two teams played. True. I like I like the under here though too in a revenge game. That's a high number. I, yeah. And I think this will be highly more, much more competitive. Well, let's say they don't make as many turnovers the way DC right. runs the ball. I lean under in this one too. Uh, J Mark, what are you doing here at the dome in St. Louis? So this morning when I was making my burrito, I <laughs> went to reach for the Colby cheese and I fuck that. I know he's going to pick against the battle Hawks. Give me the mild mm. cheddar. Mm. Um, just a spite. Yeah, no. Wow. Um, Personal it, battles for his own what, burrito. What, breakfast. what is, what is it's a right. burrito? What is a breakfast burrito in, in, in Iowa? I, I'm, I'm interested <laughs> to know what do you put? Well, there? Is there corn? My, there's gotta be some corn. Mine's very, a lot of potatoes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mine's very boring and I have it for lunch. Cause we, we do intermittent fasting, but just eggs, cheese, and sprouts. Very boring. Sprouts. Um, Homegrown, homegrown sprouts. All right, homegrown sprouts. Right from the J Garden sprouts. That's right. All right. If you um, build it, it what will worries come. me about this—that's <laughs> yeah. right. Continue. Uh, continue. What worries I'm me sorry. about this game is the Battle Hawks allowing 105.25 rushing yards a game, and DC being such a juggernaut rushing the ball, whether it's their quarterbacks or their running backs. But CJ laid it out. You're in the Battle Dome. That thing gets loud. I know you hate dome football, but it holds that sound in. It's going to fluster Tamu. And um, yeah, I like Battlehawks to win the revenge. I put them in my power rankings above DC, and that's wrong if I think they're going to lose this game. So I have to mm. p- pick the Battlehawks. Look, yeah, not if you follow Colby's uh, stance of power rankings. Yeah. You can lo- you can go you can go zero and four and still be top three. You know. Yeah, you don't look at records. As long as you, you show what, you look yeah, at the football you games and you think who's the best. Absolutely. Team. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, you know. Yeah, I get it. It's going to be loud, but who cares? Like they took away their advantage. If it was cold and rainy, that's what they right. would want. That's their best Tom chance of cares. beating this team. We'll see. Tom who's coming back. Yeah, I'm sure he, he tips the, uh, tips the security there. They know him. It's going to be a little reunion, you know, um, <laughs> Dukes, <laughs> Dukes, what, the security guard. Do you lean over <laughs> or under J Mark? I do like the under in this one. I think it's going to be a, a grinded out, slow scoring game. Um, you're going to see all DC's quarterbacks and running backs run the ball. You're going to see a lot of Brian Hill. I think this is going to be a rushing, slower game, which I know those casual fans don't like that. I particularly, I do like that. You know, good defense, run the ball. That's how I like football. I'm a Bears fan. So what yeah. do you expect? Amen. Amen. All right. I don't like those casual, right. those casual fans unless they're listening to this. Subscribe, tell a friend. Um, <laughs> then we uh, love them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm intrigued. Both those matchups are fire. Both those matchups are absolute fire. Yeah, great matchups. They're, we're going to make sure they're on the TVs in Vegas, right? We're going to have green and the boys. I know you're going to have all the madness going on, but uh, yeah, we don't mind telling um, Stevens at Circa to put it on the main event, maybe maybe on the main screen Thursday night. A little, yeah, yeah, definitely. We're going to say, hey, we got to put the game on. All right, let's go. Or at least one of the TVs in the OTB. You know, he can toss <laughs> off fucking toss off Aqueduct or something and throw on the goddamn yeah. Houston Seattle game. Uh, definitely, definitely. All right, before we get to the next game, I want to tell you folks out there that the the uh, the XFL Gambling Podcast. I almost said the College Basketball Experience. The XFL Gambling Podcast is brought to you by WinBet. WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, and WinBet is now active in Massachusetts and a ton of other states. Be on the lookout for WinBet's Win Hour each Thursday from uh, five to six p.m. Eastern Time. Yeah, during WinBet's Win Hour, 
marquee games of the week. We'll have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And March Madness is here. There's so many ways to bet on the big dance. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollars. Limited to state availability, of course. Uh, but also for our DJs only, if you check out the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a thousand dollar free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to winbet.com or download the WinBet app. Offer something to change terms and conditions. WinBet.com must be 200 older present state where WinBet is available. If you or somebody you know is a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, we are back talking extreme football. Bring on those Battlehawk fans. Bring on those roughneck fans. I cannot wait for next, next week's episode because I, th- I feel pretty good about my plays. I feel pretty good. Now is where I, I enter kind of the, the tricky, the tricky area. I think of, of picking the next two games, the Orlando Gordians, the Gordians, no, the guardians are, are heading to Las Vegas to take on the Vipers. Damn. If my flight doesn't leave an hour before the game where I would go to this thing. Mm, um, I was just thinking about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a Sunday game. Sa- uh, Saturday night, but I'm heading out. I'm heading out a little early. Uh, you want me to call in a bomb threat? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that'd be uh, tempting. But I, my wife needs me back in Los Angeles. It's uh, yeah. Fair I'm gonna enough. I'm gonna get the Cashman though. All right, I'm gonna get the Cashman field. I just don't want to see them. You know, they're taking on Terrell Buckley and the Guardians. Vegas new offensive coordinator. No, no, no I'm sorry. That was San Antonio. Uh, but new off Vegas does have a new offensive coordinator too. They replaced him the week from prior. last week. Yeah. yeah. They got him last uh, week. Vegas is laying seven and a half. The over under once again at 42, the guardians Ooh. are plus two seventy five on the money line. Are you that crazy? I, for one, I think Vegas, I don't know. This one's tough. Cause here's the angle here. Here's the angle for me. First off is Brett Hundley playing or Luis Perez. I need to know who is getting the start Um, until, you know, until otherwise give me the guardians plus the points. I know it's, 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 I hear what you're saying. I mean, and especially Orlando's gotta be looking at this as this is their opportunity, you know, to get a win, to do something, whatever, to show face. They've just been embarrassed and humiliated, you know, so far all season, but I think it's for a reason because they're, they're a mess. Or absolute mess. Terrell Buckley is, <laughs> but that's a big he has number. No man. idea what's going on. It's a huge number, but I will say this. I hope Perez is starting. Matter of fact, when I, when we get to our DFS, I really hope Perez is starting. <laughs> I'm, I'm focused around him because Orlando's defense is so bad. And, but Vegas isn't, I mean, Vegas had, they had, uh, RC dragons on the ropes at home. They should have won that game. They gave up that fourth down pass with a minute to go, whatever that Josh Gordon, they averaged seven yards of play in DC last week with this new offensive coordinator. They were like, they outgained DC. They're not, they're, they're not that bad. They are a kind no, of a, I, uh, you know, I, I think they're pretty good. I yeah. Know, I think they're a fine team. I know J Mark hates them, but I think they're pretty good, but it's a, just a huge number. There's the backdoor opportunity. It's here. A hu- yeah. It's a huge number, but we, I will say this when it comes to these huge numbers, in the XFL, when you see like seven and a half, eight and a half, you have to remember that's not always two scores. That could be one score. You can go up nine, nothing. You go up eight, nothing. So seven and a half is kind of like six and a half in the NFL. Cause they're always going for two anyway. True. You know, true. So you could be a tight game and you still win by eight or nine. You know, it could be a fucking lopsided game and you only win by three because the way they come back in the conversions. Um, I just think I'm just, I'm just not rush. I'm not did it before when Orlando was getting nine and it, the game was over within five minutes, they throw <laughs> the ball backwards towards the end zone. I mean, they're like, they got eight guys on the field. They're fucking, you know, they're, they're literally handing the ball to the other team. It's like, they're doing like, they're doing like Disney movie bullshit. antics. like, are they, they're trying do and you know? Then, do you know that Paxton Lynch had he not uh, missed? They went with uh, Francois. What game two was it? I think for a lot of the game, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. You know, if he had stayed on the field, he would. Uh, he would have more passing yards than AJ McCarron. He's averaging more. You know, if you break it down, if you if you fa- if you were to factor in that game, now obviously you could say, well, he got benched, but. Uh, sure. <laughs> right. I'm, my point is, is that they can actually move the ball. 
a little bit. Like Paxton Lynch is yeah. somewhat competent for sure, but he's also getting these numbers because they're down by 20, 30 so fast true, in the game. True. They're just giving the ball away and they have to be in these situations. So Vegas Saturday night, it's the hottest weekend in Vegas. You're there. Colby D sports gambling podcast network is there. Even though the flight's leaving early because the wife demands picks Dundee to be back in, uh, <laughs> back in long beach, but, uh, <laughs> understandable. I'm coming out there tomorrow. I want to see what the hell is going on. I think Vegas runs it up and, and gets their first because if, if Vegas had a win on the board, maybe I would, I would think about back in Orlando. But since Vegas is also needs that first win, I think it's going to be a Vegas party on Saturday night. J Mark, what are you doing at Cashman Field? By the way, by the um, way, yeah, no rain, no monsoon like winds, sixty nine degrees. No, no, no towers for the announcers like the Notre Dame <laughs> scout kids yeah. for f- uh, f- filming practice. The intern freshman uncredited. Dying in a storm. Uh, oh man! Oh man! Uh, yeah, it's it's Coach supposed Kelly to be a nice day. It's supposed says, to be a nice get up day. <laughs> J Mark, what are you doing? Yeah, so Vegas defense averaging the third most passing yards a game. And I know they played Seattle, who put up three seventy seven, but they also let Drew Plitt put up one hundred and seventy two, which is not good. Um, and they're allowing the most rushing yards. And I know they played DC twice but they also allowed Seattle to run the ball for 143 yards. Um, I think this is a a game that Vegas probably wins, but barely, I think they barely get out of there. So seven and a half is too much for me. I'm riding with the guardians. Let's fly with the guardians. J Mark. Let's go. Uh, What do you guys think? I love being on my Vipers. What do you guys think on that? 42. This is one where I go over. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. For sure. This isn't over. This should be fireworks. This should be just back and forth. And uh, who cares? You score, we'll score for you. You score for us. Kind of, you know, both trade <laughs> defense touchdowns, trade, trade ineptitude touchdowns. And it's uh final game on the slate. Sunday. The Arlington Renegades are taking on the San Antonio Brahmas at David Robinson's old stomping grounds. Uh the Alamo Dome. Filthy, filthy Alamo Dome. Uh, this, this is the easiest play there is. I don't care who is the offensive coordinator. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Brahmas <laughs> are laying two and a half. The over unders at 35 and a half. Yeah. The, the Brahmas don't have a run game. All right. And the renegades actually have a decent defense. Jack Cohn, the check down God. He's got a new offensive coordinator. I don't care as long as he doesn't turn the ball over. <laughs> Like Cone is known to not turn the ball over. That's been his thing since probably high school. <laughs> um, hmm. Well, Arlington has Sloter, and Sloter is the Brett Favre of the spring leagues. All right, but the problem <laughs> is, is that uh, well, also he hasn't he hasn't built a uh, he hasn't uh, yeah, does he embezzle does he yeah. embezzle money from the <laughs> from the we'll, dirt poor? We'll, we'll, we'll have to look into what what was really happening. In uh, in with the New Orleans Breakers last year, New Orleans known to be a crooked state. Um, yeah. But my point is, is he he throws a lot of reckless passes, especially when he has shitty offensive line play, and that is why this is a slam dunk, grade A play here. The Brahmas minus two and a half. It's it's mm-hmm. happening. I also lean to the over at thirty five and a half, despite both these both of these offenses being complete ass. Uh, yeah, I'm all over. Uh, this is top play of the week, I think. Brahma's minus two wow. and a half. Uh, what are you doing here, CJ? Well, I, I suggest to you, since you're so confident in the San Antonio, and I love it. I'm not, I'm not going against your play. Um, this is the first of a back to back. They're playing each other again next week um, at Arlington, which is odd. Maybe, maybe, don't know. Maybe I may suggest you an open parlay, a San Antonio, San Antonio parlay, and let them <laughs> run it, let them run it back. Shout out to XFL <laughs> scheduling who uh, just said, Hey, you know what? Fuck it. Have them play again. Um, Have them play again. Sit down. Yeah. They can share rides back and forth. They're driving to each other's stadiums. <laughs> I mean, I don't like to do offense quitter switch, but maybe, I mean, it worked for Vegas. I thought for the week, yeah. as far as yards wise to shake things up. Like I said, I don't know who they're calling off the couch. Uh, you know, who these <laughs> in the bullpen, you have offensive coordinators <laughs> for the XFL come being drawn up. Just guys that you remember that are alive. <laughs> 
But uh, Jack Cohn, it's more than the checkdowns. His he was throwing behind receivers so much last week. It was just he just looked so bad. Look, it's just, behind receivers, but not to the defense, which Slaughter was just <laughs> you know, he could be Fair late. Enough. Yeah. Cone can be Fair late. Fair enough. <laughs> you th- I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, continue. <laughs> he'll be late. Yeah, he'll be late, but not invited. Um is you think there's a possibility to go back to Plitt at all because the way slow the way uh Sure. He's looked at. The, I don't, I mean, I, like I said, um, Stoops, he's, the, he's the opposite of, uh, Terrell Buckley where he's, he's just not, he doesn't even know he's coaching this team. I don't think he's just not invested. <laughs> he's just watching. He's just going, wow, that's some bad football boys. <laughs> Golly. He's just, he's got great sound bites. I think they yeah. just hired him just for the sound, bite. I'm not even sure if he's on the field or he's yeah. in a studio booth somewhere doing voiceovers. Fourth for quarter, this. two minutes left. Uh, yes. the, they, they shove a right. mic in his face or, you know, they, he's mic'd up or something. He's like, what time's Lone, Lone Star Steakhouse closing tonight? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. But I'm with you though. I'm going to take San Antonio minus two and a half at home. Um, I think it's a get right game. And I was saying before, like I like, uh, I think Heinz Ward kind of got, has that kind of uh, late momentum stealer thing kind of going where he likes to build towards something. I mean, it was a tough, ba- I mean, they did not look good, but it was also a tough battle at Seattle at night. So. Yeah, I think they're more war torn. I think they're better. And this is uh, this is actually four. I mean, as bad as both these teams are, in these back to back games, this is for a playoff position in that division. Because who's the other team in that division? Vegas. Like they're not going to catch them. You know? No, it's Orlando. Orlando Vegas right, is in the, Vegas is in the north. Um, Vegas in the north. Oh, three Texas in Orlando. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. What a shit division uh, or conference, whatever they're calling it. Um, J Mark, what do so, you do? So th- yeah. yeah. What what are you doing at the at the river walk there at the Alamo Dome? <laughs> Sometimes you gotta stand by yourself to prove you can stand, I guess. I'm taking Arlington. Um it, now I do want to back this with if Reed Sinnott starts for the Brahmas instead of Jack Cohn, that does sway my opinion because I'm, uh, I'm a Reed Sinnott believer. There I think go. he should be in there. But you know you can just think, take all um, the teams. I think all right. <laughs> right. No, I think we're going to see Sloter and Plitt. It's going to be a nice split. See what I did there. Um, I think, I think they're uh, with the Colby cheese line, the split. I mean, I want to see, I want to see J box notes that he came up with live from last night. This is amazing. I, I just Not picture him. I just picture him having the burrito ingredients on the table. So it reminds him. You know, he's got he's got the uh, the sprouts, the uh, the the Colby yeah, cheese just spread out there. like <laughs> like the Kaiser Sose thing, reminding him of all the things. It's just... Well, I, I wrote all these while sipping my whiskey, trying what would be a good one here. Yes. Um, no, I think Arlington's defense gets it done. Uh, I think both these teams are are pretty shit, but I think this is where Arlington's defense shows up big time. I think they force some turnovers. And um, low, I like the under on this game a lot. I like the under, and I think um, Arlington gets it done. I'm taking Arlington. He still yeah. has hope in this Arlington team. They're the worst. They're I do. the worst team in the league. <laughs> I know. And we'll find out. When they, yeah, yeah, they're terrible. What were you gonna say? I will say their defense is good, though. Steve says have a nice defense. Well, they better be good. They're on the field ninety percent of the time. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing. They're running like what? 80 more plays than every other defense in the league. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and they've set up 90% of their offense too. 39 <laughs> of the 50 points or whatever scored on turnovers. Oh man. Uh, uh, all right. Not to give Jay, shout out to J Mark real quick for his man in a box t-shirt. Make sure everyone goes to the merch store. Oh, and rock the there we the go. Box. So here I am. Yeah. There we go. That shirt <laughs> is available. Get over there. SGPN. I get the SGPN app or go to uh store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Uh, guys. Yeah. I know we forgot. I think we forgot to do this last week, and uh, well, that's on me. Uh, what are we locking here? If you had, if you had to, say, you know, mm. you got, you got all of, uh, all of uh, your aunt's money that she gifted you, all right, and yep. she needs more money for, you know, some type of surgery, and you, you had to place it. You had to place it on the game that Ooh. you trust most. I'm on. I'm sticking right there. I'm sticking right there. San Antonio is going to fuck them up. Uh, I'm laying the two and a half. J Mark, what's your lock of the week? I really wanted to go Orlando, but I'm going to stick with my battle Hawks. I think they get it done here. So give me the battle Hawks, lock them up. CJ. 
I'm going to go with that Orlando game, but I want to go to the over 42. I think it's just going to be nonsense and just uh, back and forth. You get points. We get points. Everyone get, we'll meet you at the end zone. Who cares? We're all scoring <laughs> together. We're all scoring together in this game. There you go. All right. So those are our locks. Now we will transition to the DFS side of things. Uh, but before we get there, I want to tell you folks out there that the XFL gambling podcast is brought to you by underdog fantasy. Yes. Underdog fantasy is heating up for March madness. College pick is a great way to get in on all the action, especially if your brackets busted after day one, let's be honest, this happens to like 80% of the people submitting a bracket plus underdog fantasy <laughs> has your favorite uh, college basketball player props, which is cool. Cause some of the States that you get in, they, you know, they don't let you get in on some of the player props. So head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for hundred percent deposit bonus up to hundred dollars. That's underdogfantasy.com. promo code SGPN. All right. DFS guys couldn't submit my yeah. DFS roster. Cause I'm in the, I'm in the, uh, the great state of Nevada, which for some reason they, uh, it's a hardest state to gamble in. It's crazy. <laughs> it really is. They have, they've constricting on bets. It's what, so it's bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to take a screenshot of uh, my lineup, uh, which I could not submit. And unfortunately, uh, since I'm leaving Saturday and Thursday's, you know, game happens, I'm going to have to ask old NC Nick to uh, my, my brother to uh, submit this on, <laughs> on his behalf. Um, wow. But uh, quarterback wise, I'm shaking things up. All right. The past two weeks kind of ate shit, but the past two weeks. So I'm feeling like you know, it's time to, time to really dig in uh, quarterback wise. I'm going to a legend in the city of St. Louis, a legend in alt football. All right. And mm. J Mark, J Mark might think, you know, he, he should be uh, in prison for life. You know what I mean? J Mark <laughs> thinks he was, uh, <laughs> he might've shot. Uh, he might've been in cahoots with Lee, Lee Harvey. All right. And I'm talking about uh, Jordan Tamu, Jordan Tamu. Yeah, he does the, hate Jordan Tamu. Yeah. The league's third leading rusher. He's a stud and look, he doesn't fold up like a lawn chair and there's a little bit of pressure. All right. He's going back to the scene of the crime, St. Louis, where he's a battle Hawk legend. They should have a statue of him built outside. <laughs> I got Jordan Tamu at the St. Louis's defense is not fixed. It's not good. Give me Tamu for $9,000. What are you doing there uh, at quarterback CJ? I like, I like your call there. A little homecoming grease and security guards. Everyone treats them nice there. And uh, like you yeah. said, just cause he burned J mark one year in fantasy in USFL. Never let yeah. him fucking, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, and he's worse than Vladimir Putin. Anyway, we're gonna go with. Um, I love, like I was saying, who's my my lock is the over in that Vegas Orlando game for a reason. That Orlando defense is absolutely horrendous, and uh, hopefully he might not even be the starting quarterback, but he should be. The way he was throwing those beer snake balls last week, Luis Perez uh, for Vegas, new offensive coordinator, seven yards of play. They have he's oh, it's pretty cheap, eighty four hundred, which is a pretty nice price on him. Orlando is allowing uh, 29 points a game to the quarterback position alone. I mean, granted it was Houston twice, but I mean, so yeah, I think you have to stack up as many Vegas as you can this week first at home and first Orlando. So I'm going to go with Luis Perez. Nice cheap price at 8,400. Going to have to monitor the Huntley situation. Let me ask you this. If they, are you just going to switch to Huntley? If you see that news that, that, that they're starting him, uh, I do have cash available and I guess I would switch to Huntley because I went with them. Might, might as well since I went with them last week, but I think I don't see how they can go back to Huntley the way Perez looked last week. Perez looked, Perez looked great. Even J Mark himself. Yeah. The Brian true. Scott lover admitted we have a sound clip that said Luis Perez looked good. <laughs> I mean, and that's, that's like Joe Namath shit. <laughs> J Mark, what do you uh what are you doing at the quarterback position? And are you ready to admit that uh Luis Perez and Jordan Tamu are are the best two quarterbacks in in, in the league, perhaps? Can't believe you're changing horses midstream, something you have taught me to never do. Um <laughs> but I'm doing the same. I'm mixing it up a little bit too. Not Tamu. I do have a lineup with Perez, but it wasn't my main lineup because I, I just don't know what they're gonna do at quarterback yeah. there. If I get word that he is starting for sure. Or if Huntley is out, um, I'll tweet that lineup out so that everybody can see just in case it hits, everyone, um, but everyone I went follow, Brandon Silvers. 
Yeah. Oh, a lot of hedging on J Mark coming around. He's got a lot of gut hedging. If this guy plays, this stuff plays, put out your lineup, J Mark. Everyone follow <laughs> XFL gambling pod. We try to hit you with the most yes, current news yes. um, on Good Twitter. Uh, J Mark. And J Mark uh, is on top of that. Go to Brandon Silver. See, that was my thing. I wanted to avoid that game. I'm on the under in that game. I, I know you're on the over, so it makes sense for you to play them. But the, these two teams practice that same offense every single day in practice. So I wanted, I wanted to step off that game, but talk to me about why you chose silvers. Yeah, he's been pretty consistent. Um, mm -hmm. He's got a lot of weapons, of course. And like I said, I think this is going to be a fireworks type of game, high scoring. So I want a piece of that. So yeah, I'm going Brandon silvers. All right. He's expensive. $10,200. Yeah. He looks but, great. I mean, he leads league in touchdowns, right? 11 touchdown yeah. passes. So yeah. Yeah. Chalky play. Chalky play second leading passer yeah. in the league, but Hey, he's put the numbers up, but now he's going to play some actual FBS teams. Um, uh, <laughs> top running back. Uh, I'm going to, to, uh, I will go to this is a homecoming. Max Borgie played in the state of the great state of Washington and Pullman for yeah, friend of the program. Rest in peace, Mike Leach. Um, Max Borgie, uh, is, is getting, you know, I think he's back. Obviously I'm going to have to monitor this because if, if he's out, then I'm going to have to pivot. Um, but he is a substantial part of this offense and he loves catching passes out of the backfield. So even though I do think the under is the play in this one, I still think he's going to get his, uh, especially on on the inside. Like uh, he might not rush for a lot, but I could see him getting, you know, five, six, seven catches. So give me uh max Borgie at 9,300. I am paying up. Uh, what are you doing at the, uh, the running back? Your top, your top running back there. Uh, CJ. Uh, first of all, I love that Max Borgie pick, and uh, he's not even on the injury list. This the injury report this week, so he should be good to go. Back there up we in go. Pullman area. I love it. I'm gonna go with my uh, stalwart. I, I was gonna go with the uh, J Mark's guy Brian Hill. I do like the way. I mean, obviously look to St. Louis at home, uh, but versus that DC defender, even Callum Ballage, even though he had a horrible game last week, I think he does bounce back because of those embarrassing. But I bypassed both of them and get with my. My normal horse, I'm not going to go away from, is Abram Smith of DC. He's at 8,800, especially with Rockwell Armstead. I think he he got hurt last week, and yeah. it didn't look good. It didn't look like he's going to play at all this week. But if I was just eyeballing it, like, oh, is that he he needs a definitely sit down. If he does play, he's certainly not going to be 100. Yeah. So Abram Smith, St. Louis gives up a lot of rush defenses. J. Mark uh, said over 100 yards a game. This is what DC does. They average 150 yards rushing. They're the only team in the league that does run the ball, so you know you're going to get your reps with them. And he's he's their bell cow. He looks he looks like an RB one. I take him every week. And I say the same notes every week, and I'm going to go with him. Eight eight hundred. <laughs> no, he's a, he's a, I've I've rostered him before. He's a solid play. I actually thought about rostering him here, and I still I still could pivot there. Uh, J Mark, what are you doing here at the running back spot? Yeah, he he's a little more expensive this week, um, but still wanted to save some money from one of those top guys. So I like both those plays. Uh, I went on Brian Hill. Um, I said in the picks, I think this is going to be a grinded out type game. I think that's how they slow DC by staying on the field. And that's with Brian Hill. Um, so yeah, give me Brian Hill. He's at 8,000 Colby just out of, Oh, never mind. Borgie's not on the injured reserve list or injured list. So I didn't say if he isn't, would you throw Dejun Lee in there? But He's not on, so moot point. I am wearing a Delaware football t-shirt, but yes, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Shout out to the Blue Hens, but also shout out to J Mark because you hear this music. That means we're playing the same guy. I got Brian Hill on my squad too at 8K. Even though I, okay. I, I think the DC defender defense will bottle him up pretty well from the rushing point of things, but I think he might get some some yardage in the receiving side of it. So I am going to roster mm -hmm. Brian Hill. He's from St. Louis. He's at home. He's back. He's probably got, you know, a few girlfriends there that he's had relations with. Um, so shout out to Brian Hill there. So I'm really, that's my, that's my second running back. So, uh, who is your second running back there? CJ, if you have a second running back, I do not have a second running back because I think like I said, I, I, I like to go with the one running back and then the rest of the league is all receivers. I like to drop the ball. So I think to go, uh, well, that, when as Jordan many, Tamu is your third, like guys, I uh, digging into the stats. Like I was this morning, I yeah. was sitting there saying like the rushing is pathetic in this league. I mean, you right. look at, there's only two guys. We're, this is week five. 
This is a 10 week season. Uh, there's only <laughs> two guys that have rushed for over 200 yards on the season. Yeah. Morgan Ellison uh, and Abram Smith. We're uh, at the halfway point. I mean, so it makes a lot of sense to, 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 to Matt, to, to basically use CJ's approach and maybe just load up the wideouts. I just am, am reluctant to, <laughs> uh, I understand. I understand your stance too, especially when there's a St. Louis party happening with the Jordan Tamu, Brian Hill, everyone yeah. from St. Louis back in St. Louis <laughs> having a uh, Nelly party. But uh, like I said, I'm stacking receivers. I'm stacking Vegas. I went uh, their number one, Jeff Bidet. 9,800 He's a top receiver for them, but he's consistent. You know, he's, you know, he's going to get numbers. I mean, I, I can make a case for all the Vegas receivers, even Martavis, Bryant, Geronimo, those, even though they get nothing for some reason, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah. I think everyone does eat this week, but I think Jeff Day number one is a solid number one receiver for uh 9,800. Makes sense. Makes it's just going to be a party. Yeah. yeah. Especially against that shaky defense. Uh, J Mark, do you have a second running back? I don't have a second running back, so I'll give out my first receiver. I'm stacking with Brandon Silvers, and that's John Trey Kirkland. Um, we've seen that he can't be stopped so far. He's catching touchdowns. He's throwing touchdowns. He is a playmaker, um, and I'm confident that he will continue to make plays. And again, what I think is going to be a, a big offensive output game on both sides. So I, I took him. He's ten thousand one hundred dollars. So I had to get a little creative after that, but um, I, I think his numbers speak for themselves. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's been kind of killing it lately. You look at the receiving yardage. Um, uh, he's one of the, the tops in the league. Um, what I think he's currently number four uh, in, in receiving yardage and just, he's not that far behind besides Jacor Pearson. Uh, but like Josh Gordon is number two at two eighty two. Kirkland is like what I think 29 yards behind him. Uh, so I like that play. It makes a lot of sense. Um, I, I we just mentioned Jacor Pearson. He's eleven hundred dollars. Mm. I roster this guy no matter what. You know this because even week zero, when we were when we were sitting there saying, "Hey, let's pr- let's let's uh, let's put together a lineup for week one," even though we don't know much. I, well, I was like, "Nah." One thing I do know is that the slot receiver in June Jones's offense will always get a ton of targets. I don't care about the price. I got to roster that every single week, even though I don't, I think this game is going to go under. Doesn't matter when you get that many looks from, from a wideout, he's going to get like 10 targets minimum. I feel like, uh, so give me Jacor Pearson, uh, even though it's $1,100 or I'm sorry, $11,000. Uh, what are you doing uh, here? CJ? And what'd you make of that play? I love the play. I mean, like you said, he gets like 15, 20 targets. It's crazy to slot for June Jones and Pearson. Um, even though you guys fading, fading the Danuch in this game, I know you think it's going to be a grind, but like, you know, he's going to, he's going to get his numbers. Like you said, um, but do they know the system? Don't they know that since the, they do, mentor, like they do, saying. but he'll still get the targets because it's, it's, it's all no they know. It, old yeah. style. We're running left. And there's nothing you could do about it. I love it. <laughs> Uh, what are you doing, I, uh, what are you doing I, with your I, second? I continued the Vegas stack this is my last of the Vegas passing attack. Not only does the quarter, they give up 29 points a game for the quarterbacks, but they give up 30 points a game to wide receivers. Orlando does their defense. So wow. uh, I went with Jeff Bidet earlier than 9,800 and then I went for much cheaper Cinque sweating or sweeting. I think his name is 5,300. He had two touchdowns last week. I just like his first name too. Cinque C I N Q U E. And, uh, He's their, uh, he's their, he's their uh, split wides. I and mean, it's weird how Martavis, Brian, Geronimo do not get anything. Geronimo did have that one bomb, but um, for 5,300, two touchdowns last week, 30 points a game for them. This is a no brainer. And this is going to be my complete. I'm, I'm all in on this Vegas compassing attack this week. Yeah. Which, uh, famous a, last, famous last words. Makes a lot of sense right now. John, John's manuals in the uh, chat says everybody eats with Donuch. He's, uh, he's the Olive Garden. You, everybody's family, offense, a defense. Everybody got a touchdown with the Nucci. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's quality. I need that on the soundboard. Um, J Mark, your second, your second uh, receiver there. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow CJ here. I got Sinku Sweeting. Um, yes. I put him in my flex spot, but since we're uh, got the same player, I'll mention him now. Um, CJ said it. He's a cheap version, five thousand three hundred dollars of somebody who's getting a lot more looks. 
Um, we saw him get, I think, three passes thrown to him in the end zone yeah. last week. Um, he didn't convert all those, of course, but they're looking his way in the red zone. He he can make big plays. And these defenses, they got to focus on these other guys. They got to focus on your your Bidette, your um, just everybody over there, uh, Bryant, Allison. Like, so Sweeting's the guy that's kind of slipping off the radar there, and he's going off because of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, uh, I, I, uh, I, I, I'm taking a long shot here. Long shot on this next player. So my, you know. Orlando can can put yards up somehow, some way. Um, But uh, Lance Lenore is a guy that I thought was pretty good in the USFL. Now he was signed, I think a little later than normal for the XFL, but you're telling me Paxton Lynch is still back there slinging the ball. If you're telling me there's a shot, they could get blown out, which is always on the table when the guardians are playing, then they got to throw the ball a lot. Uh, so I'm going to take a shot for $3,300 on Lance Lenore for the Orlando guardians. He was a beast in the USFL with the Michigan Panthers a year ago. Uh, J Mark, am I crazy for that play? Not at all. And Paxton Lynch played on that Panthers team with him. They have that history together. And, um, yeah, he was only picked up two weeks ago. His first week of play, he only had one target and get a catch. But last week, he really showed that he's kind of getting the rhythm down. Um, they're, you know, they're kind of getting the the playbook down. Maybe, maybe he. I don't even think he was on the field as much. And when he was with the Michigan Panthers, who sucked like the Guardians, he showed that he could be a fantasy asset. So um, I think he's going to prove that again in the XFL here. So I like that pick. All right, all right, there we go. Uh, mm-hmm. CJ. Uh, what are you doing here on what is this your second uh, second to last player besides defense, right? Right. Well, two more players and a defense. And uh, shout out to Kitch there in the comments. He says uh, CJ was definitely a mob boss in a past life. <laughs> and I came back to break. And I came back to handicap XFL games. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it. You know, I was a bad mob boss in the old days. <laughs> Um, let's see here. My flex, I'm going to go with, uh, the vaunted San Antonio pass offense. that we talked about before with uh, Jack code, but uh, it's pretty cheap for a stud. Number one receiver in Jalen Tolliver. He's at 6,600. He's definitely their off guy. Um, TJ Vasher is out for them as well. So he's just going to get all the targets and all the shares like he did last week. And, uh, he's a beast. He's a tough, he's a, he's a miss, you know, he's a tough uh, matchups and they got to throw to someone. And like you said, it's, uh, doesn't turn the other side, check down, whatever, but uh, for 6,600, I think you're getting pretty good value. Yeah. Yeah. M- makes, makes a lot of sense. Um, so he's a horse at Jalen Tolliver, long neck, a lot of horsey gallops, you know, and he's like, <laughs> he's got, he looks like, like a drunk baby giraffe coming out of there, like a plexico, you know, like he kind of a, he's just, he's just tough to, he's tough to man up as I'm trying to say, tough to, <laughs> tough to get your hands on. J Mark, what are you doing in your final or your second to last spot? Uh, just real quick. I do like that play. I, you know, the ultimate spring football nerd, when these guys get drafted, I watch their game tapes so I can get familiar with them. And the, the dude was a beast in college. And I think he's starting yeah. to blossom here for sure. Um, in spring football. Um, I went with lucky Jackson. Uh, I wanted a little bit of that DC game and lucky Jackson seems to be a very reliable part of it. Um, got double digits fantasy points the past two weeks it's only 5,400 because of my expensive stack. I had to get a little creative. Um, he, you know, he's had over, he has five targets, four targets, seven targets, six targets, but he's got three games with at least four catches. So I'm kind of chasing that. In the last two weeks, he's been over 50 yards. Um, and they also have used him in conversion. They've had plays drawn up for him to get the conversion points, which is important in XFL. You kind of forget about that, that, you know, you can get two points very easily from your receivers from just a conversion. So, um, yeah, luck Jackson, $5,400. He takes the same guy as me here. Same guy as my final player, lucky Jackson. I'm trying to get lucky wow. and, and, and take some cash, some cashola home. Lucky Jackson is going to lead the way. So, uh, that goes back to you then CJ, because 
That's my that's my roster. DJ. All I have left is a defense. So you you go with your final and utility player. DJ Dundee, cue up that music again because I'm also going Lucky Jackson for 5400. Go Lucky Jack. Everyone's getting lucky. All right, everyone's Especially getting lucky. That's it. Especially with my guy Ethan Wolf out. J Mark knows he's my favorite. What happened to Wolf? The league. Ethan Wolf. Was it an ankle he had back there, J Mark? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah year? Just out of nowhere. No, he's not on the reserve. He's just missed no, this no, game. No, no. I don't he know. He just he'll missed play. last week, and he's not ready yet this week. Yeah. And when they played St. Louis last uh, couple weeks ago, seven targets for Lucky Jackson, four catches for eighty-nine yards. I mean. And he he's taken over that role, just the hinge passage. You know, Jordan was like to go deep downtown, but he'll open the the bubble screens to him and Lucky Jackson, like you said, can get some conversions. So I don't have to add anything more. We've all we've all sung the praises of Lucky Jackson for this show. <laughs> we all know. <laughs> so uh, Lucky and Sweeting. Yeah. As Kitch said, it's his budget pick. Yeah, yeah. Like Kitch is on to something there. Uh J Mark, mm -hmm. your final uh your final roster spot besides the defense. What are you doing? Real quick, shout out to Fortune. About time he showed up, he says, "Let's go." Um, <laughs> I can give him shit because he's my best friend. Um, <laughs> I wanted part of that uh, Guardians game as well, and Orlando because they do seem to sling it a lot. So I went guy that is kind of their most reliable target, Cody Latimer. He's only six thousand still. Um, I know he's a tight end, but he's the top tight end in the league as of right now, and I think he's just going to keep getting looks. He he's a matchup problem. Um, out of that tight end position because he is a former wide receiver, played wide receiver for the Giants, the Broncos, and he just creates a matchup problem at tight end position. So, yeah, Cody Latimer, 6,000. And in these leagues where the quarterback plays not stellar, it's great to have a security blanket in a big old tight end there. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, look, final spot for me defense. I am switching it up. I take whoever Arlington's playing. And that is San Antonio. <laughs> all right. Slaughter can yeah. have a pick six any play, anytime he snaps the ball. You have a, a decent shot at uh, having a pick six or a strip sack. Uh, so I'm all over for 3,900. There's a value play at the Alamo Dome going on right now. Uh, CJ, what'd you do defensively? I looked at our, I looked at them as well, San Antonio for 3,900. Um, I, just that game. I want either one of those two defenses and I had enough money for Arlington at 5,000 versus cone. So I'm just going to do that with still plenty of money spent over uh, Arlington's got a, Arlington's got a more proven defense with stoops. They, they, they do a lot of pick sixes. They Perez week one twice. And um, I like their defense and I just hate, I just hate Jack Cohn. Now. I just can't, st I, <laughs> I know you say he doesn't give it to the other team. It's not what he does, but maybe one of those check downs pop off the hands and they get the fucking pick six. But <laughs> Either way, let's hey, just put the, let's put the, the yeah, let's shovel the dirt on Jack Cohn. Well, fa fair point. Out. You know, you keep throwing to the running backs. There's a reason why they're not wideouts. Maybe you could just bounce off yeah. the hands and go straight to the defense. Uh, CJ, what are you doing here? I mean, Jesus, J Mark. I've been in Vegas too long. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing here on the defensive side of the ball? My apologies. It's all good. Not it's the man in the box shirt. You've been looking at that, so yeah. you probably recognize yeah. him. You yeah. can't you can't tell between the shirt and the person. I get it. <laughs> Easy mistake. Um, not to pat myself on the back, but through four weeks, I have profited. It's been just a little profit, but it's still a profit. And the past <laughs> two you weeks, only turn it in six hundred lineups. <laughs> I'm telling you, my the main lineup I give out is what I'm going off of if it won profit or not. But okay. you regardless, have your, you have your gut lineup and your heart lineup. Right? That's right. Yeah, you got to differentiate. No, the past two weeks I've done that by fading whoever plays or by playing whoever plays Orlando, fading Orlando. This week that's Vegas. So four thousand um, dollars. Give me Vegas to put some pressure on Orlando and create a few turnovers because, let's be honest, Paxton Lynch sucks. No. Uh, I, I love all three of our defensive plays. We're just looking for the shitty teams, you know, and attacking. <laughs> uh, folks, uh, hopefully you'll be attacking that subscribe button. All right. We want you to subscribe to the XFL Gambling Podcast, Spotify, iTunes, wherever podcasts can be found, but also over at youtube.com. Yeah. Type in XFL Gambling Podcast. You will find us. Subscribe. Please. Helps us. Uh, and, uh, We'll be back. Uh, what? Just uh, Sunday or Monday? Uh, probably Sunday night. I don't know. 
uh, depending on if the studio is open. If not, it'll be Monday uh, to recap all of this action. Uh, This is by far what I think is the best week. Would you guys agree with that assessment? Of games for sure. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Uh, That's what I was. Yeah. Yeah. Best week of games. Uh, Folks, make sure you check out right now. Go over and check out uh, the bottom line bombs feed. All right. So get on over to iTunes, Spotify, subscribe to the bottom line bombs. Give it up for the man in the box, CJ Sullivan, and give him a follow. On Twitter at CJ Sullivan underscore. Uh, also, subscribe while you're subscribing, while you're in the mood, while you're in the, the frenzy of subscribing. <laughs> All right. Uh, get on over. Old fashioned football podcast. J Mark, J Mark, his wife breaking down stuff. I mean, that, that that's not compelling enough right there. All right. I, I mean, the arguments that must happen. Uh, <laughs> I got to tune in myself. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, so yeah. And give, give J Mark a follow on Twitter at J Mark football. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D check out. Look, it's March madness. Check out the college basketball experience, the college football experience. We're always talking football year round and the college baseball experience that season's even in full swing. All right. So, so hop on over there and check out cause my UC Carolina pirates are about to destroy the whole college baseball scene. Uh, also check out the sports yes. gambling podcast. We just did an episode with Jay Billis. Yeah. Talking college hoops. Go check out that episode and uh, yeah. Happy March madness. Happy early St. Patty's day uh, and cannot wait for Thursday night's action. Uh, and by the way, you can come play DFS with us. NC Nick tweets out uh, the invites at NC underscore N I C K. So play DFS with us. A lot of fun. All right. Yeah. Uh, until then until what Sunday, Monday, Something like that. We appreciate you. And uh, yeah, until then, this is the XFL Gambling Podcast. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. My celly's off, so I can't be found. I'm on a worldwide tour, touring every fucking curtain down. They say the Lord watches over my sins Over my head, watching hair as it thins Over the ledge, it ain't letting me in There's still regiments and relevance to letting me win Win, win, lose, or draw You ain't prepared unless you are ready to lose it all